Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 231. Uh, this I've been doing this a little while. <laughs> I feel like I, I don't really keep track, but I know that I started this kind of around about the same time as the Guilty Feminist and they just celebrated their fifth year. Has it been five years? That's insane. Maybe they started earlier than me. They must have. I don't think it's been five years. But maybe, you know, time is passing very strangely right about now. So who knows? Anyway, uh, I'm Emily Rainbow Davis. If we haven't met, hello. It's nice to meet you via this uh, situation. Um, today's blog is uh, uh, related to a, a sort of series of tweets that I saw connected to Howard Dean. Um, I recognize there are probably quite a few of you who don't know who Howard Dean is. So I thought I should maybe preface this by saying that Howard Dean what was once interesting. <laughs> uh, he was he ran for president um, and he was one of the more progressive candidates at the time, um, which at the time seemed like, wow, so cool. Um, but it was 2004. I really thought it was further back in time that he ran for president, but it was only 2004 that, uh, that he ran. So if you, uh, weren't following American politics in 2004, I'm speaking particularly to my listeners who live in other countries, uh, you know, you wouldn't know Howard Dean. And, uh, you don't really have a reason to know him now, aside from he, he said some things about Gen X and it, and it made us mad. <laughs> um, so I wrote about it because because uh, I couldn't help myself. Somehow I feel like the spokeswoman for Gen X now. I don't know. Anyway, here it is. Howard Dean came for Gen X. It did not go well for him. Well, 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 would you look at that. Howard Dean decided to come for Generation X on Twitter. He claimed we were a moral shipwreck, and as evidence, cited all such examples as the recent additions to the Supreme Court, Ted Cruz, and Marco Rubio. Well, yes, those people are all Gen X, sure. And Dean deleted the tweet after Gen X roasted him soundly, but of course, as your Gen X blogging source, I cannot let this go by. Generationally, all the conservative dirtbags Dean name-checked are kind of anomalies. They're highly visible, but they are also exceptions. They're the kind of exceptions the rest of us made fun of in high school. Like, seriously. And I think it may be important to think about this systemically. Let's take the two new, horrible additions to the Supreme Court, who are, yes, Dean, I agree, moral shipwrecks. These two are not judges because they are exceptional jurists. They were groomed from the get-go by the Federalist Society when these two shipwrecks were young, unpopular conservatives. As a generation, we pretty roundly rejected these sorts of people. They're corporate tools, lame, uncool posers who we would never invite to our parties. Also, Brett Kavanaugh was a creep who would definitely drink all your beer. But you know who did invite these people to their parties? Conservatives 
in your generation, Howard Dean, and the generation before yours. These folks were welcomed and trained and welcomed and made to feel like conservative kings. They were raised up, supported, given mentoring and jobs. And here we are with these lame corporate tools in office and on the Supreme Court. There was no one doing this on the left, Howard Dean. There were no lefties welcoming passionate leftist politicos when we were young. No one was waiting anxiously for Rashida Tlaib to grow up so they could give her a judgeship. I'd wager no Young Democrats Association gave Ayanna Presley a scholarship. No one escorted Julian and Joaquin Castro to the Yale Club to get them some funding. If you don't see a lot of lefty Gen Xers, Howard Dean, it's because A, you're not looking, because I just named four of them, and B, because lefty Gen Xers were left to fend for themselves. We are, in fact, famous for this skill at fending for ourselves. We were known as the latchkey generation for a while before Gen X stuck as a name. Lefty Gen X has always been pretty anti-establishment, but if anyone had bothered, I bet we could have organized. We're a bunch of Billy Bragg fans. We'd fight for the union. If conservative Gen X is more visible, more morally repugnant, more famous, it is because older generations boosted them up the ladder in a way that they never did for more liberal Gen X, who are, I think, in the majority. You made this moral shipwreck, Howard Dean. You did. You were in a position to lead and support and mentor Gen X, and you let it slip by. And so we are left with a bunch of Gen X corporate tools in positions of big power that none of us would let into our parties. You could try to blame us the way conservatives try to blame the kids who didn't befriend the kids who became school shooters. Like, maybe we should have been nicer to those sociopaths in high school. But ultimately, the lure of money and power would have won them. Even if someone had given Amy Coney Barrett a punk makeover, it would not have been as powerful as the internships, the scholarships, and the job that the Federalists had in mind for her. There is no generation that is as obsessed with cool as Gen X. Every Gen Xer was judged by how cool or not cool they might be. Would you say Ted Cruz was cool? How about Amy Coney Barrett? Is she cool? Brett Kavanaugh? Cool guy? Not by our standards, my friends. These are not cool people, Howard Dean. They are not the best of our generation. And the fact that you think they represent us suggests to me, Mr. Dean, that you don't know us at all. You may know our might now that you've come for us. I don't know what my generation mates may have said to you on Twitter to get you to delete your tweets and back down, but I know it must have been fierce. Gen X is cool like that. And there we have it. I do not know what the people said. I wish I did in response to Howard Dean. I did, I mean, this. I discovered this through several layers deep after it had already been deleted. Um, but the, the, the tweet that led me to this 
situation was something about, I think it was um, Andy Zeisler, who's a feminist on Twitter. I think she may be the editor of uh, one of these awesome feminist magazines, but I can't remember which one. Anyway, she said something about like, are you telling me I spent the last four years feeling bad about Howard Dean making that weird sound and this is the thanks I get? <laughs> uh, if you are, if you missed 2004, uh, Howard Dean basically lost his chances because he made a weird noise. It was like a yeah! or something weird. It was weird. But like now... <laughs> compared to the just woo like that that weird sound is um anyway we felt bad about his weird sound elimination but i don't know after this mm. <laughs> anyway who knows who knows who knows um it was a while ago it was like a month ago now that that the, these tweets happened um and i the reason this is so late in coming in response is that I was not sure it was uh, of interest. So I'd written like a quarter of it, maybe a third, a half, I don't know, some some chunk of it. Um, and I was just really sitting on it like, I don't know. And then like the more time that went by, the more, like less important it seemed to be to address it. But then I don't know. I was looking at it one day and I just sort of knew what I needed to say. And, you know, I'm not like up to the minute. If you need an up to the minute news source, I am not it. Number one, I'm not a news source. Number two, I am not up to the minute. <laughs> if you need your news response one month late, come to me. I am here for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Anyway, um, so what do I have for you for a song? Well, 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 uh, I've had this song on my list of songs to learn for a while. Um, I feel like I tried it for uh, some other blog and just like it was like, oh, I can't sing this song. I cannot do it. Like I couldn't practically figure it out. For some reason, the key was really confusing, like it was both too low and too high at the same time. And I just was like, I can't. Um, but then it just seemed like, oh, this is the right song for this post. So I took another look at it and, uh, and figured it out. Um, by the way, it's Ship of Fools by World Party. Um, I figured it should be a Gen X song for sure. Um, and uh, I feel like it has the quality of the ship, the ship which Howard Dean, he called us a moral shipwreck. So I do not want to be included in his idea of, uh, of Gen X. <laughs> I do not want to be on that ship of fools. Um, anyway, it just seemed like the right song to do for this situation. So um, in a moment, you will hear World Party's Ship of Fools on ukulele. And meanwhile... If you would like to support the blog, please tell someone about it or, or the podcast, the thing you're actually listening to. Um, share it on the social medias. All of my links are in the show notes. If you would like to support it, uh, there's patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's also PayPal and Kofi. All those links are in the show notes. Um, 
I got a very sweet uh, donation for this particular post um, from afar even. So uh, that that always feels good, like especially since I was not so sure about this one. <laughs> it's nice to be affirmed that way. So thank you um, to that person and to all of you for listening. Um, so I, I think that's all. Uh, if you would like to become a patron on Patreon, um, if you join before the end of the year, I will send you um, the end of the year, you know, zine. So you don't have to have been a patron all this time. I will. I will send you the thing now if you, if you, if you join in here at the end. You could be a last-minute joiner. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, extra motivation maybe? I don't know. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening. And uh, here is Ship of Fools. We are setting sail to the place on the map from which no one has ever returned. Drawn by the promise of the Joker and the Fool, by the light of the crosses that burn. Drawn by the promise of the women and the lace, and the gold and the cotton and pearls. It's the place where they keep all the darkness you need. You sail away from the light of the world on this trip,
don't want to say.